Okay, so first things first. Yes, the title of this episode is called The Stewardess. Yes, I'm aware that that is an outdated term, but you have to listen to the story for context. So now that that's out of the way, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Reframe It Mindset Motivation Podcast, Stress Reduction Through Positive Storytelling. My name is Erica R. Meyer, creator of Reframe It Mindset Motivation and your host and storyteller for this podcast. Remember, in each episode, you are the main character and I drop you in the middle of a challenging or potentially stress-inducing scene or scenario and guide you toward practicing positive mindset, positive action, or reframing. In this episode, we're headed to the airport where you encounter some very memorable characters. And today's theme is divine delays. So without further ado, let's step in to the story. You were just a few gates away, but it's too late. They've already closed the door to the jetway and you've officially missed your flight. The agent at the counter looks at you sympathetically while he click-click-clicks his keyboard to organize your rebooking. Minutes later, you are rescheduled on a new flight six hours from now. It was one of those, if it could go wrong, it did go wrong kind of mornings. The delays coming one right after another, everything triggered by you accidentally setting your alarm for 5 p.m. instead of 5 a.m. You jolted out of bed, dressing at record speed. Then an attempt at a liquid breakfast in a flash backfired, your steaming coffee splashing all over your clothes. Still, you triumphantly make it to the airport parking garage, but discover your luggage somehow sprang open in the trunk of your car, leaving you to stuff everything back in haphazardly. Tack on a longer-than-usual security line, and the successful catching of a plane vanished. You walk to the outer edge of the gate and look up and down the terminal, then begin strolling to a nearby restaurant now that you have plenty of time for breakfast. Excuse me, can you tell me how to get to the Pan Am terminal? You hear this question being asked behind you. When you stop and turn around, you feel as if you've locked eyes with a bygone era. The woman standing there is impeccably dressed in a smart, crisp navy suit. A matching pillbox hat sits atop her perfectly groomed and sprayed bob, her cosmetics clearly applied with expert precision. Her smoothly manicured and conservatively polished fingers delicately gripping an old clipboard and a black messenger bag. You are so charmed by this woman, who you're guessing is around 80 years of age, you almost forget she asked a question. I need to report to my aircraft immediately, she says. 
you shake your head, unsure of how to respond. I- I'm so sorry, ma'am. I don't think Pan Am operates anymore. Could you be thinking of a different airline? Oh, don't be silly, she says. Of course they still operate. I'm a stewardess with Pan Am. I should know. You stare at her, your brain working in overdrive to try to make sense of it. You choose your next words carefully. Are you by chance a flight attendant? You ask. The woman gives you a quizzical look as if you've uttered foreign words. Then she chuckles. I've never heard that term before. I must say, I like how flight attendant sounds. So official. I'll have to mention it to my fellow stewardess gals. Suddenly, three other women, roughly the same age, come rushing to her side. Lillian, thank God, girls, here she is. Lillian, you need to stay with us. All three also don retro-style uniforms, each outfit apparently from a different, now defunct airline, each lady looking the part of yesteryear's air hostesses. The dated colors, the vintage patterns, the sensible heels, the poise. You feel like you've been sucked into a time warp, and grabbing a meal quickly becomes a very low priority. Now you must appease your curiosity. As if sensing your questions bubbling, the woman who shouted says to you, We're old friends, dear. We met in stewardess school decades ago, and once a year we all get together to reminisce about the old days. But Lillian here... She trails off, but then continues. Lillian's mind isn't what it used to be. She gets stuck in the era sometimes, and it just started happening recently, too. In fact, this might be our final year getting together like this. She looks at Lillian compassionately and takes her hand and gently pats it. You can tell her heart is breaking for her friend. She turns back to you. Anyway, we usually make a whole day of the travel day, too. We get to the airports extra early and just compare and contrast the changes to these terminals. She can see in your eyes the fascination you are making no attempt to hide. She smiles and then takes your hand and pats it. Sweetie, our flight is not for another six hours, and we were about to sit for some brunch. Would you like to join us? You eagerly accept their invitation and spend the next hours hanging onto every syllable of their captivating history. You laugh as they all wrinkle their noses at the menu options, prompting them to launch into tales of the unapologetically fancy five-star meals they used to offer on their respective airlines. You take this all in, now grateful for all your morning setbacks, all the frustration that's now gifted you a seat at one of the most enchanting tables you've ever experienced. And when you all board the same flight six hours later, you get to witness how, 
revered the women are by current flight attendants, the modern age ones leaning in and absorbing as many stories as they can as they serve all the passengers on board this flight you may have missed. That is, if everything had gone according to plan. And with that, it's time to leave today's story and to step into the next segment, a deeper dive into the message of this episode where I leave you with a few questions for reflection, an opportunity to consider how you might actively apply the story's message to your day-to-day life. Diving into the first question, can you recall a time when a rough, or challenging morning unfolded into a particularly amazing day. Question two, what are some ways that delays, travel or otherwise, can work out to your benefit? I really challenge you to think about or just imagine all the possible reasons why we might be delayed. In fact, one of my favorite topics in relation to reframing is about delays. I definitely don't think it's far-fetched to say that delays are a common stressor in our everyday life. When we have to be somewhere, but we're stuck at the doctors, we're stuck in traffic, that's a big one. When we're stuck at the airport, when we're stuck because of a rain delay or stuck for one reason or another. That is such a common everyday stress that we typically get bent out of shape about. But Normally, these delays are out of our control. So if we're allowing ourselves to stress about these delays, then we are allowing unnecessary stress into our lives, into our body, into our day, which can have very negative ripple effects. Two of my favorite go-to reframes of delays are maybe God is protecting me from something Or maybe I'm being set up to cross paths with somebody of influence, somebody interesting, somebody who may make a difference in my life. And those reasons may not even be at all why I'm delayed. But let me tell you, when I'm in the midst of it and I feel a little bit of that stress trying to creep in, I immediately think and reframe in those ways and it disarms the unnecessary stress and I'm all of a sudden at more peace. Let me tell you, putting that into practice consistently has made me a much more patient person. The concept goes hand in hand a bit with the DMV story that I put out a couple of weeks ago where you weren't privy to the positive ripple effects that you set in motion. It's the same idea with the first reframe. You may never know what you're being protected from, if anything at all. But if you just start to think that you're actively being protected from something, man, that helps to decrease the unnecessary stress. So question three, although not really a question, the women that you encounter invite you to enjoy a meal with them, giving you the opportunity to be on the receiving end of their fascinating history. Think of the people in your life who might have incredible stories of yesteryear. And if you haven't already, make time to ask about and listen to their experiences. Question four, you learn the women reunite annually. Is there a similar event that occurs in your life on a yearly basis? Maybe trips with best friends, family reunions, conferences, 
And if so, how have those events enriched your life? And finally, the question I always ask, what would you have done differently? Given all those delays, how would you have reframed this experience differently? And I'll leave you to ponder these questions and thoughts this week. And friends, that fully concludes this week's episode. For more tools for everyday stress reduction, be sure to check out reframeitmindsetmotivation.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. I also always welcome your feedback, either on social media at Erica R. Meyer, or you can email me, info at ericarmeyer.com. Thanks for listening and happy reframing.